Good morning, good morning. Marie-Pierre, once again, I was, gonna, I, was, I was gonna start in French. It's the English podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Every morning, Monday, Tuesday, with Jean-Philippe Jacques and Sabrina. Wednesdays, it's the fourth, the foursome. All four of us, le quatuor, quatuor. Can't even say it in French. Together with the new book, yes, with Anthony Robbins, uh, the giant, releasing the giant within you. What an amazing, amazing book. Of course, I love Anthony Robbins. And today and tomorrow, every Thursday and Friday, it is about, for the time being, it is about digital communication with the Dale Carnegie School. Oh my God, Marie-Pierre, I love, love, love what's happening now in the book. I think we're right in the, the heart. I call it the centerpiece of um, digital communication. Anybody out there that wants to have a much better relationship with their spouse, spouses, spouse, guy, female, I don't know how to say it properly, uh, with their children, especially if you have young teenagers or young adults in your home, um, in your work, like this is something, Marie-Pierre, I'm going to say to my son, Hamid, you've got to listen to this morning's podcast. You've got to listen to this morning's podcast because he's in a leadership role in his company. And of course, people like us that we're uh, entrepreneurs, we're in multi-level marketing businesses, MLM, you definitely want to be using the subject up today. So for those joining us for the very, very first time, the podcast is based on the book right now, and it changes as we finish the book, uh, Digital Communication with Dale Carnegie. If you're interested, go get the book. Uh, if you're more like me, you like to listen to uh, audio, then just listen to the past podcast. Now, it is the English podcast. Please be kind. Do not judge us uh, harshly. This is a new English podcast. It's only, my God, we're what, at 25 hours, Lise? I think we, we started this podcast in English. So they say it takes 10,000 hours before. Joan, my friend, we can say we're, we're somehow good. But in the meantime, I call it a no-makeup podcast. It is what it is. It's from the heart, and it's here to develop personally. Myself, Maria Mariano, 37 years in multi-level marketing, and I've built a company with my husband, Mohammed for the last 33 years. We've been doing this together, and the key is intentionally, intentionally developing ourselves personally so we're always growing as individuals. And as my leadership grows, Marie-Pierre, as your leadership grows, he's my teammate, so do our results. So if any of you are saying to yourself, why should I listen? Well, maybe because we sold $30 million last year of plastic products mm, and, and in the middle of COVID, and we were able to turn around a business, and, and this company has been a success story for 37 years. So maybe, you know, that's, that's the heart and the reason why I think if it was me, I would be listening to the podcast. So last week, the subject was mitigate fault, reduce, weaken um, the accusation when it comes to fault. We talked about um, the army lieutenant who went on the wing, on the wing of the Wellington bomber to put out a fire in one of the motors and Churchill met with him. And as he froze in front of Churchill and, and, and looked like somebody that wasn't that smart, Churchill was able to say to him, mitigate, mitigate what, what was happening. He said to him, oh my God, you must be 
intimidated to, to be in front of me. Imagine how intimidated I am to be in front of a hero. So what a subject. If you weren't there last week, please go back in, go listen to it. Marie-Pierre did a phenomenal document um, on how to help someone not lose face. So mitigate faults. And if you haven't joined our group yet, I want to make sure you're joining our group on Facebook. The group is called um, Inspirational Group, The Millionaires of the Diamonds. Yes, we're working this to build 1,000 millionaires. Who's going to be our next millionaire? We just had Stephanie Seguin join us in the Millionaire Club. Make sure you join that Facebook group. It's a private group, so you can do your own lives on it. Because I always tell my children, and I tell you guys, the more you can say out loud what you're feeling, what you're aiming, what your focus is, the stronger it's going to take root in you. And the chances you're going to achieve what you want to achieve is much, much higher. So join the group. That's where you're going to find all the documents of every single podcast we give. And hang on, guys. The, the, the group is perfectly bilingual, French and English. So anywhere in the world, if there's French, the notes will be for actually, Marie-Pierre, I think they can push the button translate now. <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's international. Okay. Number two, I want to make sure once you've joined the group, you click on the link. And Marie-Pierre, please put it in the comments on Podbean and put it in the comments on live. I think we're live, yeah, on Facebook. Here we are. Live on Facebook in the comments, the link to get your inscription for March 6th. We're giving a conference how to make sure you're bringing it home in 2021 in this digital age. And it's with it's with the four, all four of us. You can have Jean-Philippe Jacques, you're gonna have Marie-Pierre Petro, Sabrina Tessier, and myself in French, 8:30 to 12:30, in English, 1:30 to 5:30. It's gonna be so much fun. And Lise. I know you're on Zoom with us this morning. You're bilingual, so you can just hang out for the whole day. You know, once you paid your entry, it's good for the whole day. Number three, I want to mention to all our pod, uh, pod beaners. I'm finally going to say it right. Okay, all our pod beaners, uh, please share, share the pod bean, sharing with your friends why they should be listening to it. Thank you very much. And those on the live, as soon as Marie Pierre starts, I'm coming your way. And I'm going to be able to read your questions, read your comments, say hello to you. Thank you for the hearts. I love hearts. I love hearts. I love hearts. I always say to people, work with your heart. Work with your heart. Work with your heart. Even if you make mistakes because you're working with your heart, people will be less harsh in our judgment to ourselves. So let's dive into the subject this morning. Ah, Marie-Pierre, Marie-Pierre, once again, wow. We went from mitigating faults which was number one, to today, forgive and remember. How about that? Thank you for the hearts. Guess who it is? It's Anna. <laughs> I love my Anna. Okay. So forgive and, and remember. Fiona is uh, a professor. She conducted a, a study where she had a controlled environment with different teams where the leaders of their, their, those teams uh, allowed their members participating to make mistakes okay the results were amazing versus the teams that were not allowed to make mistakes or if they made mistakes they were reprimanded i think that's the right word well what happened what had happened was first of all it creates a much stronger unity 
when you have an organization, when you have a family, when you and your spouse are allowed to make mistakes without putting fault on the other people, well, you have a couple that takes a lot more risk. If I go back, Marika, with me and Mohammed, I remember, oh my God, I remember like it was yesterday. We were going out, we weren't married yet. Mohammed had this idea of uh, um, uh, bringing computer parts to Algeria and then building the computer. Once the computer arrived in Algeria, uh, first time he tried it, he was a student, so we used my money. It didn't work out the way we had planned. There was no such thing as, oh my God, you spent all my money. We laughed about it. We sat down, we laughed about it. We, we Mohammed is, is um, very meticulous, like he's an engineer from profession. That's what he studied in, even if he's in multi-level marketing since 1989 with me, but he's very, very meticulous. So he was able to write down all that went well, and he was able to write down all everywhere we had made mistakes. So forgive and remember, take out another sum of money and we did it again. The second time it was so successful. So today, my relationship with my spouse, 33 years of marriage later, I can tell you the process of forgiving and remembering has built a purposeful life where we've all always fallen forward. Uh, if we talk about our children, the, the act to forgive and remember allows your children to grow like beautiful flowers or beautiful trees. You know, um, we talked about when Hammond dropped my Royal Dolphin cups that were from my mom. Um, are you hurt? And not, why did you break the cup? You, you know, there's an environment that fosters growth. So today, you know, Hamid, when he takes anything that's of value, it, forgive and remember, he does it the way I taught him and not again saying, I'm going to make the same mistake over and over again. And I think tomorrow we'll close off in Marika with the subject that, of course, um, some people keep making the same mistakes. Then we're going to close that off with a solid, you're fire. No, I'm joking, but you know what I mean. Okay. So. When I have an environment of, of forgive and remember, what I'm actually doing is fostering the capacity to be resilient. That is a subject for tomorrow. Resilience is the difference in the way people respond to failure. Some people bounce back from failure, learning and growing from their experiences, while others dwell in it, becoming self-critical and fearful of the future, so they stop growing. Yesterday, Marika, we talked about with um, uh, Anthony Robbins, okay, where he said, you're going to have failures. Why do some people at 16 dream about the big house? They dream about the, the, the big, the, you know, the, the designer car, you know, like for us, the Italian was the Mercedes 550. Uh, you're dreaming about your 45-foot boat, and then as you grow older, the big, big ball of dreams falls and it gets smaller and smaller and in the small, small ball of revenue because people are not able to deal with the failures between 16 and 25 and 27 years old and 29 years old. That's what it is, Marie-Pierre. That's why all of a sudden they don't dream anymore because we haven't fostered in the home 
in the workplace a place of forgive and remember. So one mistake too much actually killed the individual inside and are so fearful of making another mistake. They just say to themselves, well, you know what? A big house would have cost me too much money having it cleaned anyways. Okay. And now they start justifying why they don't have their dream home of 5,000 square feet. Why they don't have their beautiful SUV, Mercedes, you know, 550 SL. Oh, it's not good for the environment. Creates too much pollution. They start justifying why they don't have their 45 footer uh, boat or yacht anymore. Okay. Anyways, uh, it's not healthy. It's better a canoe. At least I get some exercise. And now your brain is working around justifying. In actual fact, what, what happens here is as, as parents, as a spouse, uh, as leaders, these individuals were told once too many times, you made a mistake instead of the situation was a failure and not the individual. So we want to move forward purpose, purposefully. Remembering our mistakes to build on stronger and more solid. And if I look at our organization today, Marita, you know, last year we achieved $30 million of sales. Guys, when we started here, we started at zero, 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 zero. <clears throat> Why? Because we worked in 2020, Marita, literally, we worked in 2020 making mistakes one after another. I remember as, as if it was like yesterday. Hey, Marita, yes, 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 this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We start doing it. Two weeks later, no, 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 no. We made a mistake and it's okay. It was okay. We took notes. So uh, life has a way of building us. And I was saying to Marita, if only I had read this book 30 years ago, maybe right now we would be selling, as you see my vision in the back, already $200 million. So uh, remembering our mistakes is very important in taking notes. You will make mistakes, remember that, and, and you will sometimes not succeed and fail. It is inevitable. Successful people, think of Edison with the light bulb. 2,000 mistakes. No, he said 2,000 step process to get to the light bulb. And every time we're going to use the word, he failed with the light bulb. What did he do? He took notes. He was a scientific. He took notes. So the next time he tried for the light bulb, 2,000 times, he finally got it right. This is a mature approach to failure as opposed to being frozen and not ever trying again and trying to justify why we don't try again anymore. We want to foster, forgive, and remember moving forward purposefully. If anybody's taking notes, moving pur forward purposefully, making it safe for my family, making it safe for my husband, Mohammed, making it safe for Hamid, making it safe for Nadia, making it safe for Yasmin, making it safe for my directors, for my multi-level marketing, making it safe for everybody, making them it's safe for them to fail is a sure way to ensure that we will admit, number one, our mistakes. Ever look at a child, mouth full of chocolate? Did you eat the chocolate cake? And the child goes, no, no, no. Well, mom, what did you expect? What did you expect? Versus, ah, you ate the chocolate cake when you weren't supposed to. Was it at least good, sweetheart? Okay, 
this is where we're fostering right away at this young, young, young age. It's okay. Let me tell you what happens when you eat chocolate cake before supper. Will that child ever like it? Parents say, why does my child lie? I don't know. Let's check up a little bit how we're attacking them. What do you guys think? Hmm? Okay. So making it safe for them to fail is a sure way to ensure that we will, one, ad admit to our mistakes. They will admit to their mistakes. More quickly recover from the mistake and rapidly learning, learn from it. This is what explains the success story of Les Diamants in 2020. Now, Marie-Pierre is going to cover with you. Once again, if you haven't joined our Facebook group, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, please go join. She's going to cover with you a document on how to forgive and remember intentionally. And you can go back to the group and take notes and make sure you're using it, first of all, on yourself, on your spouse, spouse children, workforce, and if you're in leadership position, leadership position. So take it away, Marie-Pierre. Yeah, so um, we have a lot of company. Maria, there's a sound. <laughs> Do you know where it's coming from? <laughs> Stop laughing. Forgive and remember, Maria. Forgive and remember. And remember. <laughs> okay, perfect. So, uh, yes, we have a lot of company that now uh, have a culture of error, a culture that allow mistakes to be made. So they even have event that they call mistake event. So everyone can um, tell uh, their mistake in the company. So it will benefit everyone. So it's a, a place that people will uh, talk about their mistake because it will both help the people who are concerned because they can report their experience and reflect on it. And the listener, because they can learn through observation and the experience of others. So yes, talking about your mistake and error will help not just you, but the others too in the company. So a lot of companies started to do that. So it will help and really, really create a culture that yes, it's okay to make mistakes and it will uh, just help helping others too. So now why we want to learn from our mistake because throughout the lifetime, learning from mistakes help develop wisdom and good judgment. So that's really a good thing. And I will uh, finish the what I want to cover this morning with the 10 ways to help your kids to learn from their mistake because it's something that you can learn and you can help them to learn. So for you, because yes, we want to start with us. <laughs> How to learn from uh, your mistake. So yes, uh, the first thing is to own, own your mistake. You can learn anything from your mistake until you admit that you've made it. So admit to you that, yes, uh, you, you did a mistake. And after that, yes, inform those who need to know and apologize and tell them that you are working on a solution. So that's the first step to learn from your mistake. The second step is to reframe the error. So how you view your mistake determines the way that you react to them. 
and what you do next. So when you know your mistake, think about what you could do to prevent it from happening again. So stop beating yourself up. Just pause for a moment to reflect and start thinking about how you can gain from the situation. Step number three, analyze your mistake. So that's the time that you will ask yourself a lot of questions. So what was I trying to do? What went wrong? What did it, uh, when did it go wrong? Why did it go wrong? And if it doesn't, didn't, uh, didn't uh, get you to the root of the problem, just keep asking why, 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 until you go to the root of the uh, problem so you can learn and really analyze it. Step number four, it's put a lesson learned into practice. Because yes, <laughs> the danger at this stage is that the work pressure forced you back to your routine and your habitual behavior. So yes, the step three to, is to analyze, but number four, to really put action with the, what you learn. So the, now it's really the step that you want to uh, require the discipline and motivation to change your habit. So doing so will help you to avoid the self-sabotage in the future and will allow you to reap the rewards and benefits of implementing better work practices. So you need to identify the skills, the knowledge, and resources are tools that will keep you from repeating the error. So it's the time that maybe we'll need to ask a colleague or maybe your manager or maybe a mentor for help to make sure that you have the right tactic or the right tool to be the most effective in preventing further mistakes. And number five, the step number five is to review your progress. So monitor the efficacy of your tactic and review the number of and nature of the mistake that you maybe still do or don't do. <laughs> so just to review the progress and make sure that yes, it's working for you and it's not something that you will repeat and repeat and repeat. <laughs> for the record, it's not my dog this morning, okay? No. <laughs> it's Ariel. <laughs> it's not Benji. <laughs> okay, and now if... <laughs> Ariel is going... Oh, where's Benji? What, 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 where's Benji? Okay, sorry, guys. I'm losing it. <laughs> okay, and now I want you to um, to help to be really, um, to have all the tools to help your children and your teens to learn from their mistakes. So we have 10 ways to help them. So the first one is to acknowledge that you don't expect them to be perfect. It's okay that they can do mistakes. Number two is to let them know your love is unconditional regardless of their mistakes or lapse in judgment. Number three, don't rescue kids from their mistakes. Instead, focus on the solution. Number four, provide example of your own mistakes, the consequences, and how you learn from them. Number five, encourage children to take responsibility for their mistakes and not blame others. 
Number six, avoid pointing out your children's past mistakes. Instead, focus on the one at hand. Number seven, praise children for their ability to admit their mistakes. Number eight is to praise children for their effort and courage to overcome setbacks. Number nine is to mentor your child on how to apologize when their mistakes have hurt others. And number 10 is to help kids look at the good side of getting things wrong. And the one that I really um, spot, it's really the nine because I remember, Maria, you have um, a story with uh, Ahmed that needed to apologize to the neighbor and you really, you take the time to say, okay, how you can apologize and you go with him at the time. Definitely. So that's what I wanted to cover this morning. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. And did you print me that document? Because I didn't go get it in my Yes. Desktop. Look at me. Sorry, guys. Okay. <laughs> the kind of documents like, uh, for those that can see me on the live and on Zoom, this is my book. When I read a book, I intentionally read it so I can use the self-development words that are being said. We were discussing yesterday with Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, and um, Sabrina. How many people pick up a self-help book and never finish it? They get through chapter one, two, three, four, and then you'll find them in garage sales selling a 25 cents a self-help book. A self-help book, you know, you can read only one in all your life, but to read it intentionally to change your life around, that's basically all you need. So this is why I, I, I work with you in the podcast, but at the same time, you're seeing my techniques of the way I've been reading self-help books. It might take me a month before I finish one. There's, there's the next one we're going to be doing, which is going to be uh, Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I'm telling you, I never finished that book because what he's telling me in there has been quite difficult to apply. And I said to Marie-Pierre, you know what? I'm going to finally finish it at 57 years old because I took the decision. Uh, I was going to say with Marie-Pierre, it's not true. I took the decision in my head that I wanted to cover this book intentionally because I know it's a next step in changing and improving my lifestyle. So be very intentional. So intentional when you're following the podcast, go get the book. If you have the means, if you don't have the means, just go get at least the documents Marie-Pierre is putting for you on the group, Inspirational, The Millionaire and the Diamonds. I just want to close off with this. So, Marie-Pierre, this, this was my take on it with the book. A, acknowledge that failure will happen and discuss. That, right? That's what she said. Okay? B, encourage dialogue. Encourage it. So, this allows honesty being the best policy in your household and your workplace. C, separate the person from the failure rather than you failed instead the project was a failure so whenever you catch yourself using the you word i want you to see my face going you can say you okay because it's a personal attack and like a cat they'll bring up their their, their back and and now now it's called a failure failure double failure d learn from the mistake take notes take notes take notes any failure deserves to be noted what makes the failure failure. A fight with your spouse, a cat fight with your spouse. Can you write down what happened? 
What escalated? How come we went to that point? What made it happen so it doesn't happen again? You think I didn't have fights with my husband? It's fun now, I tell you guys. 33 years later, here's my James Bond. <laughs> and then you hear me saying, if I could remarry somebody, I would remarry the same guy. It sounds romantic and poetic, right? But the truth of the matter is, after two years of marriage, I was ready to throw him out the window, closing the window first. Yeah, I mean, I, at the end of the day, that's the truth. Probably, Mohammed, I'll speak for, on your behalf. Of course, him too with me. But every time we, we, we scrapped it out in the East End Montreal Italian side, we, we scrapped it out. I said, what happened, Maria? What happened? Why did it escalate? So what I realized a lot of time it was an accumulation, Maria, of past things. So it may look like silly why the fight happened, but if we clear the air as we move forward today, I'm able to tell you 33 years later, if I could marry the same man, I would marry the same guy. Same problems like in any other couple. The only difference was we learned from past mistakes. E, create a risk-taking environment. Failure needs to be welcome. Failure needs to be welcome if we want to progress together. So very important, being methodical when you're trying something new. I was sharing with Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, and Sabrina this morning. I remember the, the, the Facebook club uh, about four years ago. We had in there um, Julie, because Julie is very, very, very detailed-oriented. So it's very important that the approach when you're trying something new is to minimize risks. Um, we're going to fail, obviously, but to take proper notes so we can help to mitigate, mitigate or minimize some of the emotional responses that can happen to this. So tomorrow, guys, we're going to talk about resilience, how to increase our resilience so we have more courage to try out new things. This is how resilience is built, is by failing, making errors, uh, having hardship, and being able to bounce back. So join us tomorrow morning with the, the resilient side of this chapter. Marie-Pierre, thank you so much. Thank you guys on the English podcast. Off to the French. If you enjoyed, please share. And if you haven't joined our group, please join our group. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a great, great day.